People can't get enough of the Stouting Off podcast. Tune in each week as Drew Stoutenberg and his producer, Jordan McMillian, spout off commentary on the everyday. The Stouting Off podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. E2i Design is a full solutions provider for all things audio, video, lighting, and broadcast. Whether it be design, installation, or simply offering gear for a great price, E2i Design supports you by providing the right tools for the job. Look them up on Facebook or Instagram at E2i Design or visit their website, E2iDesign.com. Episode 203 of the Motor City HDJ podcast is entitled TikTok Trends to Try, and I can't deny it anymore, Motor City, TikTok is all the rage. It is dominating social media. It's becoming a haven for wedding and event inspiration, all while giving our thumbs a modest workout. And the endless scrolling has led to some amazing pro tips and tricks for a successful party, but it's also brought about some very picky hashtag wedding rules and misguided opinions that could make it tougher for you and your guests to have a good time. So today, I'm going to talk about the things I've seen that I feel are amazing ideas for the modern wedding, and I will share with you as well, why I think these hashtag wedding rules and misguided opinions could lead to total disaster. So stay tuned for that. Of course, my sponsor, E2i Design, find them on their website, e2idesign.com or on social media at E2i Design. TikTok trends to try starts right now. And here we are. Welcome aboard to this, the third installment of Season 2. I am your DJ, Brett Cummins, and I tried so hard, Motor City. I feel like I've had this conversation with you before. (laughs) Really, I did. I tried. The New Year's resolution of recording an episode every two weeks, I really, really tried. But once again, life has happened, and here we are behind on the episode count, but that's okay. I'm going to get you caught up, and I'll find a way to deliver 26 episodes of this show to you in 2022. You have my word. We're going to make up some ground. And there is so much more that I have in store for you this year. I've got more interviews planned. I've got more of my thoughts to share and maybe even a way to get some of my past clients in on the action as guests of this podcast. So thank you for listening, for rating, for liking, subscribing. I truly just appreciate that you are here. And it is another big day. Because it is Super Bowl Sunday, that's right, finally, 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 we get to see our hometown hero, number nine, Matthew Stafford and his L.A. Rams hopefully make easy work of the Cincinnati Bengals today, and there's a good chance you're probably going to be hearing this after the game has happened, so I'm definitely hoping that my words by this point have been immortalized as actually having taken place, and and of course, you know, we're all excited to see Stafford in the Super Bowl, we watched him grow up here in Detroit And he just didn't have the tools he needed to use his talents effectively. So it's been exciting to watch him this year. And I sure hope tomorrow morning he wakes up with a ring on his finger. My guess at the final score, 24-17, Rams win. I think that's going to be it, 24-17. So as well, it is the day before. And so I want to wish my special Valentine's an early happy Valentine's Day. So to Rosanna. And Brianna and Olivia, my world, I love you girls dearly. Thank you for being my Valentines on this Valentine's Day. All right, so today I want to spend time talking about this double-edged sword that is TikTok. 
I've tried my hardest for the longest time to avoid getting sucked into its gravitational pull, but alas, I have succumbed to the endless scrolling that occupies my boredom. And admittedly, uh, I'll just tell you, so I do more scrolling through TikTok than I do actually posting content. Of course, the question has been asked a few times, could there be a Motor City HDJ TikTok feed on the horizon? Quite possibly, maybe, yeah. It has been tough for me, though. I've been trying to put a finger on it, and it's been tough for me to consider, mainly because, you know, the content that you see on TikTok is from people that are actively using it within their surroundings. And I really don't think it's very professional or appropriate for me to be posting content at an event where I'm supposed to be working. So I don't know. I'm sure I'll be able to think of something. I just haven't identified what it could be just yet. With that, I, I have been amazed at the power of the internet and social media because it can be a great resource to find inspiration. But at the same time, as we've seen over the last few years especially, it is a dangerous place where people fall down this rabbit hole of, in, of misinformation. And kind of a sidestep to that, this is a different generation too. So I get it. You know, weddings and events are much different than they were when I first started doing this 20 plus years ago. And I've seen a ton of great ideas on TikTok for ways to enhance the wedding experience. It's a great resource for that. People are sharing their ideas, but they're also sharing some not so great ideas. And I've also seen quite a few people trying to reinvent the wheel in a way that may not be the best thing. So to start this episode off, we'll start by talking about the good ideas that I've seen, the ones that I've looked at and said, yeah, this is probably something you could implement that's going to make the wedding experience a whole lot better. Then we'll come full circle. We'll have to talk about the opinions that I don't necessarily agree with when it comes to hashtag wedding rules. All right. So the good ideas. Let's start with probably the best one on the list that I was able to find, which is to make a grander entrance. And for the first option on this list, I came out swinging with a good one. This is a great idea for everyone because it gives the newlyweds an opportunity to immediately take part in the action. And if you've been to a wedding before, you know what I'm talking about. You know what the introductions are all about the grand entrance, what it's supposed to do. If you've never graced a wedding celebration, here's what I mean. Before the party starts, the DJ will call the room to order. He or she will introduce um, and recognize a few key people, usually parents and loved ones. And then the DJ will introduce the wedding party. They'll kind of come into the room doing something silly. They'll find the head table. And then, you know, the last people into the room are the bride and groom, right? It's a big anticipatory kind of deal. Now, as long as I've been playing weddings, yeah, the grand entrance is meant to build anticipation. It truly sets the tone for the rest of the party. And I've always been a firm believer of that. I've always been a firm believer in having a moment for the bride and groom, for the couple, because, yeah, it's their big day. And, you know, there is an unfortunate side to that, which is that for us to build anticipation <laughs> means that the couple isn't in the room and that they have to wait to take in all the fun. They're the last ones to be introduced in the room, and so they wouldn't have seen all of that fun stuff that happened before they entered. This idea says that instead of introducing the wedding party first, we flip the script and introduce the new couple right at the top. This allows them to get settled in and then witness their wedding party attempt all of those fun ideas that they got from TikTok or other social media sites. 
making a grander entrance. I think if you try this one for sure, you will be glad that you did. It changes the game and it gives you an opportunity as the new couple to see what's going on as it's happening instead of having to wait for everybody else to have the fun. Okay. So yeah, not a bad, uh, not a bad gig for the first one out the gate. I came out hot, came out hot with that first one. So hopefully these other ones are going to be good too. I, I've combed through the list, so they should be. But the next thing on my list is an uninterrupted first kiss. Let me say that correctly. Uninterrupted, how ironic, first kiss. And another idea to me that makes a lot of sense is this notion that the only people that should be in the picture of a first kiss are the two people getting married, right? There's a huge push among wedding TikTok users that ceremony officiants should remove themselves from the background of first kiss photos and video. And when I first read this, I immediately, it was just one of those things that, yeah, like I agree. I, I, I kind of have to agree with this, right? Every picture or video I've ever seen always seems to have the officiant kind of awkwardly lingering in the background as the newlyweds smooch as a married couple for the first time. So if you look at multiple uh, wedding TikTok videos and users, there are several out there that make that case against letting the officiant kind of linger after making their pronouncement. And yeah, there's a really, really valid point there. So the uninterrupted first kiss says that you get an uninterrupted clear shot of that moment. To do that, though, we got to give our officiant a heads up so that you, you know, let them know, right? You don't want any other distractions in the finished product and that you want that moment to just be the two of you. Okay, so the uninterrupted first kiss. I love this idea. I definitely think you should try this TikTok trend. The next trend that I saw that I... Well, I'm OG, and uh, I'll, I'll explain here in a second, but reimagine your first look. Now, in recent years, soon-to-be newlyweds have tried to get the first look out of the way so that they can share their raw emotion with each other before babbling like babies in front of their families and friends. And I'm OG in the sense that I really don't, I don't know, I'm not a fan of the first look. I think we could do away with the first look altogether because as the wedding guest, I enjoy being part of that raw emotion that the couple shares together for the first time. I love being part of, of that moment. And, you know, when I came across this wedding TikTok trend, it, it did warm my heart a little bit because being old school, as far as, you know, uh, sharing in that moment as a witness with everyone else, you know, we're, we're taking, I, what's so special about it is that we're all taking part in this moment with you two together, okay? You invited all of us to share this moment with you, and we get to share that together as, as a group, as an entity, your family, your friends, and as your loved ones. But I also understand why you as the couple may want to save this moment for yourselves. I get it. So instead of this first look where you have to see each other before the event, before the wedding, this idea is a perfect blend of those two things. What it does is it focuses on letting the first look be with, with someone special, but it removes the either of the two of you, okay? So instead of you two together... It is with someone other than your soon-to-be spouse. So why not maybe for your first look, 
do the first look with your parents or grandparents or maybe bonus parents. I mean, why not include the, um, you know, either side of your wedding party, right? So even if they've joined you on your wedding planning journey, it will always be special when they see you for the first time before you walk down the aisle. See, you're, you're getting a first look with someone special in a private, quiet moment with other important people, minus all those, you know, paparazzo friends of yours that are just dying to get a glimpse before the big moment. So you're still getting a first look. It's still someone special. It's just not your future spouse. And I like this idea. Reimagine your first look so that you're not necessarily ruining that raw emotion that we'll all share together as, um, you know, as your honored guests to the ceremony. And then, of course, this one came up and immediately I was like, yep, this is me all day long. Ditch the bouquet toss. Y'all, I have already been pushing for this for some time now. It is old-fashioned, it is useless, and it only takes up valuable time just to get a, an action photo of a bride attempting to launch a bunch of flowers across the room like an NFL quarterback. It is done, in my humble opinion. And if you don't know the story of this archaic tradition. Let me just bring you up to speed. It actually started just before the 1800s in England. And back then, it was considered good luck to simply just touch a bride on her wedding day. All the single ladies would rush the bride by crowding around her in hopes that the little bit of good fortune that she experienced on this day would rub off on them and they would be the next to get married. Now, the legend has it and goes on to say that some of these women would go so far as to try to steal keepsakes of the bride's wedding dress as they walked by her in passing. So to get out of this, the bride would toss the bouquet and run. Now for years, we've held on to this tradition, which began as a, an invasion of a bride's privacy. <laughs> so I definitely, totally, 100% agree with wedding TikTok on this one too. For me, it's not about the history of this moment. It's the fact that we're doing something that may not be entirely comfortable for the bride or the rest of the room. You see, we usually do the bouquet toss for all of the unmarried women in the room, which, you know, think about it. It's kind of a bummer for the, those women that are in the room who may be freshly single or just plain out lonely, right? So what I like to see in place of this is inviting all of the married couples out to the floor to do what's now known as the anniversary dance. So once we get them to the dance space, we weed them out by how long they've been married, right? So I go around on the microphone, say you've been married less than a year, leave the dance floor. Five years or less, leave the dance floor. Ten years or less, leave the dance floor. And the longest married couple then takes home the bouquet. It's a much more satisfying way to get rid of those flowers instead of the awkwardness of trying to round everybody up. And then they do the straight line thing. I've talked about it before in episodes of this show. But yeah, I definitely think you should ditch the bouquet toss. That's another TikTok trend that you need to try. There were some honorable mentions in there as well. A few that I didn't want to spend a whole lot of time on, but still thought they were valid to mention, they, they hold a lot of merit with the wedding TikTok trends. Uh, one that I'm going to call the matchmakers moment, which at some point during the event, if it happens that the person that brought you two together is there, yeah, maybe take a moment to recognize them. Part of this trend involves, you know, hanging like a sign from their chair at the reception, maybe consider doing something special for them, like a small gift or token to recognize their contribution to your big day. The matchmaker's moment 
was one. Uh, another one, which I'm going to call the cascading rise. This is meant for the ceremony. And I like this idea because it's always a bummer at a ceremony when a bride is walking down the aisle and everybody stands up at the same time, right? Please rise for the bride. You know, the people in front, usually the most important, they can't see anything. The folks on the side of each row tend to miss out on seeing the moment because people's heads are in the way. So how about we try keeping everyone seated until the bride passes their row? or, you know, whoever's being married, walking down the aisle, and when that person passes the row, then you rise and stand. And, and now everyone gets to see, and it creates an amazing and beautiful cascading effect, hopefully captured on photo or, or video. And then another honorable mention for me, 60 seconds of social media, which kind of goes hand in hand with the the unplugged ceremony train. Lots of people have been getting on board with the unplugged ceremony thing. And it's this idea where you're telling your guests that we're going to holster their devices for the entire ceremony just to keep it intimate and focused. You've got a photographer, videographer. You don't want iPads for those who think that an iPad is a reasonably sized camera. <laughs> You've got iPads and iPhones and other devices in the air. Uh, let's face it, right? No one's going to care about that sign that you left out front anyway, telling them to holster their devices for the entire ceremony in order to keep it intimate and focused. And it's totally, you're right. I definitely am all about the intimate focused ceremony, but let's face it. No one's going to care about the sign that you left out front. All right. So this idea I'm totally with. What if just before powering down, you gave your guests maybe a minute or so to get their photos of you at the altar up front and let them upload them to their social media feeds and then put the phones away at that point in time. It's actually kind of clever, and I think it could work very nicely. So as far as the ideas that I like, those are them. Make a grander entrance. Try the uninterrupted first kiss. Reimagine your first look. Ditch the bouquet toss, of course, honorable mentions to the matchmaker's moment, the cascading rise, and 60 seconds of social media, which now brings us to the other side of this table. Hashtag wedding rules. I hate to sound like the old guy here, but I find myself frustrated and annoyed with how entitled our culture has become. It is my personal feeling. You're listening to this podcast because you're like, you know what? Hey, this guy's got something to say. I want to listen to it. Maybe it's curing some boredom. I don't know. It's keeping you busy while you're waiting for an appointment somewhere. Whatever the case may be, thanks for tuning in. But you're here to listen to my personal feeling, which is that unless you have paid for every single facet of your wedding, you should probably not be so high and mighty on your throne. And for most couples, there are going to be quite a few people that are involved in making sure your big day can go off without a hitch. With that being said, I completely understand that it is your day. You deserve to have your vision realized the way you want it. I understand. That's literally why I got into this business. I was tired of seeing people get wrapped up in the wedding experience where, you know, people they would have helped them either just didn't listen to them or they just didn't care and they did it the way they wanted to anyway. My point is that there's a fine line between having a creative vision for the perfect day and making all of these unreasonable demands. So these hashtag wedding rules that we're going to talk about, they're not 
crazy unreasonable. In fact, there are quite a few that make sense, but I want to just, I want to talk about them from the angle that, again, in my humble opinion, they're probably a little insensitive and could potentially make you look like a jerk to your guests, okay? The first one is the biggest, jerkiest one that I believe you should probably avoid telling your guests, which is that you must bring a gift. Now, as much as this should be common knowledge, some people just can't afford to do that. Plus, it's kind of crappy, right, to force someone to bring a gift just to celebrate you on your big day. I mean, think about it. What you've done, first and foremost, is unnatural. You decided to go through with a major life moment and invite all these people to witness it. Then you told them that they have to bring you a gift or they can't come. But you know what? We'll give you food and booze, right? So for some people that aren't professional wedding guests, this may be the first experience that they have attending a wedding. Your wedding could be the first. Have you ever thought about that? Your wedding could be the first wedding that they're attending. Now, if that's not true, you know, I get it. People should know that there are etiquette kind of things uh, about weddings and other special events like this. But for these people that this is the first wedding they're attending, it could have been a lot for them to find a suit or a dress or formal attire just to share the moment with you. So cut them some slack. I think it's kind of crap for you to tell people they must bring a gift or they can't come. Again, this is fine line stuff. Yes, there's etiquette, but at the same time, you can't force someone to do something. Now, if that is your prerogative, go right ahead. If you're not going to listen to me anyway, that's fine. I just personally think it's junk to, uh, <laughs> to tell people they have to bring a gift or they can't come after you've spent all this money on them anyway to celebrate you on, on your big day. The next one, which I think is really crappy, is no song requests. And I have seen this many times over the years. And if you want your party to crash and burn, the quickest way to do that is to tell your guests that they aren't allowed to hear what gets them to dance. I get it. No one wants to hear the chicken dance or the hokey pokey or baby shark, right? As your DJ, though, throughout the process, you will learn that I've got your back. I got you. I'm going to make sure that I don't play the songs that no one wants to hear. If you're having kids at your wedding, there's a very good chance they may be in that wheelhouse of a little, you know, of a baby shark or a chicken dance or Coco Melon, whatever they heard on TV or YouTube. But you've got to let your guests get in on the action, right? And, and I mean, think about it. Are you really going to be out on the dance floor dancing for three to three and a half hours straight, listening to every single song that I'm playing? Probably not. You're entertaining guests. You're talking. You're hugging. You're shaking hands. And you're going to need to let your guests have their fun too. Okay, so the no song request thing, that drives me nuts. Don't do it. it it's, really, it's really kind of crappy. It's another one of those things that just gets under my skin, you know. But again, my opinions, you do your thing. Uh, another thing that I really, really cannot stand is when people tell their guests to pace themselves when they're drinking. And this falls, again, this falls into that common sense category 
which is really, really hard to police. Let's go back to the gift thing. Like, are you really policing the fact that every single person sitting at your wedding didn't bring you a gift? Are you going around and doing a head count of people versus gifts or cards? Like, there's no way to police that. So unless you're taking physical inventory of every single drink that every single person at your wedding is consuming, this will be next to impossible. Now, I totally agree with the idea that people should be responsible at a wedding, but it's a tough one to control. The closest you're going to come to this is making sure that your bar staff has the right expectations, keeping an eye out for people that may have had too much. That's what they're there to do anyway. A good bartender should be able to tell by looking at someone or listening to someone if they've had too much to drink. Plus, bartenders have, good bartenders, have really good memories. So they know how much they've served someone or can figure it out based on the people around them. But to actually remind your guests to pace themselves, you've literally handed them booze in a way? Uh-huh. Come on, let's get with it. If you've given them an open bar, you can't ask them to pace themselves. That's not fair. Again, common sense stuff, and a good bartender should be able to police it for you, but to actually force someone's hand and not enjoy an open bar? Come on. I mean, that, that's real, real tough stuff to do. Another one, another wedding rule, which I can't, eh, kind of gets under my skin a little bit. No nitpicking. I've seen people put this on their list of wedding rules that, you know, there, no nitpicking my wedding. Um, well, here's the deal, sis. You can't tell people how to feel or think. It's human nature. It's what we do. We look at something, we immediately pass judgment on it based on preconceived ideas of what we think is stylish or tasteful. So yeah, people have thoughts, people talk, they gossip, they share their unwanted opinions with others. It happens. But to try to tell your guests that they can't have an opinion about, quote, what you've done with the place... That's the closest thing to being a Karen that I can think of. My apologies if your name is Karen, by the way. So you can't tell people that they can't have opinions about your wedding. It's just gonna happen, folks. Not everybody likes your wedding colors. Not everybody likes the fact that you're doing cupcakes instead of cake. Not everybody likes your first dance. It's going to happen. Build a bridge. Get over it. You can't tell people how to feel or think. It is so not fair or right to ask people not to nitpick. Again, common sense would dictate, hopefully people keep their opinions to themselves. But we live in a world now where people have an opinion and they think they need to share it with everybody. You can't ask them not to nitpick. Just don't listen to it. Just ignore it. You're going to be better off doing it that way anyway. All right? And then the, the final TikTok wedding rule that I've seen that I absolutely abhor no posting to social media before us. Okay, good luck with that one. <laughs> Unless you've had everybody put their devices in those bags that they use at concerts, there's no way on earth you're going to come close to getting this to stick. And let me just remind you that we live in the digital age where information is at our fingertips. So it's a great idea in theory, but you will not be able to even come remotely close to controlling this variable. To tell people that they have to put their devices somewhere else, leave them in their car, not post to social media before you've had a chance to, that's not fair either. I went to see Dave Chappelle, actually, the show at the Fillmore 
which he filmed his um, very controversial special everyone was talking about, his opinions on some things. I was at that show, got to see him perform that set live. They made us do the phones in the bags thing, including Apple Watches, because they were filming for a special and they didn't want anybody to leak that performance before they had a chance to edit it down and do their thing. That's the only reason, okay? <laughs> that is the only reason on earth you would holster your phone and not post to social media is if you've been literally forced to by putting it into a bag and leaving it in a storage locker or uh, keeping the bag with you, right? It's locked up and there's no way to get it open, okay? So to ask your guests to not post to social media before you, I mean, come on. Good luck with that. Why wouldn't you want to look at it the next day and see all those amazing pictures and videos of people that were at your wedding? You know, why would you want to, to force them to, to do it after you did? Aren't you focused on the big day? Aren't you worried about the big day? I don't know. Anyway, so the five things, the TikTok rules that I don't like. You must bring a gift. Mm -mm. No song requests. Come on now. Pace yourself when drinking. Good luck. No nitpicking. And then no posting to social media before us. Reconsider those things. I don't think those are fair. I don't think they're really fair. Again, my opinion, your day, I get it. And there you have it. If you're out there planning your wedding, I encourage you absolutely consider these popular TikTok trends and then, again, maybe reconsider those hashtag wedding rules. My goal has been and always will be to usher in a wedding experience that is as darn near perfect as possible. And while I can't control how your guests behave or feel, I can make sure they have a good time. I can make sure you have a good time. When I'm the one on the mic running the show, I promise I've got your best interests at heart. Even when I'm a guest at a wedding, I'm always observing. I'm always watching and thinking of how I can help you enjoy your day stress-free. So that's it for now. TikTok trends to try. Take it to heart, would you please? I want to see you put some of these into practice on your big day. I hope to see you on the dance floor and go Rams. Go Rams.